News time. Nathan Cones, hit it. Thank you very much, John, and good morning, everyone. The uh, Glen Ralston and Coon Rapids Baird Community School Districts have officially named the new shared superintendent and who that will be. The districts have appointed Thomas Ritter for that leadership role with a two-year contract who will serve as interim superintendent due to the other finalists removing himself from consideration combined with the Ritter's lack of experience in a shared agreement. Ritter previously served as the superintendent for the Logan Magnolia Community School District, supervising the schools and assisting with recruiting, hiring, evaluating, and training staff. A few of the most significant accomplishments established by Ritter in his time at Logan Magnolia were generating a one-to-one technology for all students in the district, organizing a three-year-old preschool program, as well as overseeing the passage of a $12.4 million bond issue in March of 2022. Ritter says, my family and I are thrilled to be joining the Coon Rapids Baird and Glidden Ralston school districts. Both are well supported by their communities, are in solid financial shape, and most importantly, are dedicated to serving their students and providing the best education possible. We are looking forward to meeting people, learning more about both districts and the communities, and make this area our new home. Board presidents for both districts, Tim Lee from Coon Rapids Baird and Michael Scholes of Glen Ralston, shared the following statement. Tom Ritter is eminently qualified to serve as the shared superintendent. Both boards were impressed with his visibility, approachability, and superintendent experience. We are very pleased to have Tom as superintendent for both our districts. Ritter will officially take over leading the Coon Rapids Baird and Glen Ralston Community Schools on July 1st. And the Carroll City Council removed $600,000 in debt issuance for a public hearing on proposed infrastructure work on Northwest Street for the Gulf View subdivision. At Monday's council meeting, city leaders were to schedule a public hearing date on a $1.23 million general obligation bond. City Finance Director Laura Schaefer says the debt on the note was initially planned to be split three ways. The Rec Center Improvement Project, a new fire rescue vehicle, and then of course that housing project. But to give you a little bit of background of what we're looking for is starting the debt issuance process for three projects that were identified in our fiscal 24 re-estimated budget. Those projects were looking for funding for the rec center building improvements project at 500,000, the fire rescue vehicle at 600,000, and the Gulf View subdivision at 600,000. In calendar year 2022, a public hearing was already held for the rec center project, so a public hearing is not required for that project. The other two projects, a public hearing is required. The process outlined in the memo details the hold the public hearing on March 11th. Due to the size of the issuance and the timing on how we've got our debt service levy worked out, we would like to work with some local banks and hopefully they would be willing to partner with us and give us some um, interest rate proposals and looking to pay this off within a two-year period. The council acknowledged the need for debt issuance for the rec center and that rescue vehicle, but Ward 2 Councilman Jason Atherton says he believes the city is moving too quickly on the Gulf View project. So my question on the Gulf View subdivision is, my understanding is we don't have a buyer, we don't have a price of the land, and now we're trying to finance bonding 600000 To me, that's putting the cart before the horse. That's as if I went to the bank and said, I'm thinking about buying a house next year. Can you give me $500,000? I'll pay on that $500,000, but I might go buy a house that I don't even know if it's for sale yet. 
The council has contracted with JEO Consulting to prepare designs for installing new roads, water and sewer lines, and other infrastructure, but the final plans are not yet available. Early estimates for the Gulfview project were around $1.2 million, but those figures have already grown to $1.6 million. At-large councilman Laverne Dirk says he would prefer the council wait until they have more information before taking on debt for the subdivision. Again, we don't know. We haven't seen the cost from JEO yet. We have some people interested. I know others have had people contact them. But we can't tell them what we want for it until we get this information. So is there any way, I know we got until May 9th on all this, but what if a buyer doesn't come forward and all that by May 9th, what do we do? You know, are we committed to that 600000 or? City Manager Aaron Quaker notes the city could hold the public hearing, but it would not lock them into the debt issuance. He says the $600,000 investment is about more than just the nine lots in the Gulfview subdivision, as that infrastructure will facilitate additional growth down the line. The other part of that is, is if you're setting up something for future development where you're going to the west, to the north, do you put the entire value of that infrastructure on this ground? Because it's really not, because it's putting value in developable ground to the west and to the north into that whole thought process, but then you're making those nine lots pay for that. The council indicated they fully support the project, but they just aren't ready to take on debt without firm construction numbers or a list of people prepared to build on the lots. The council voted unanimously to set a public hearing on the debt issuance without the Gulfview subdivision portion for the March 11th council meeting. They also directed staff to put out a request for a proposal to developers and builders who may be interested in purchasing some of those lots. And that is going to be wrapping up your KCIM 8 o'clock news. I'm Nathan Cones reporting. Nathan is not rushing out of the studio, so today doesn't look like the day. I, I mean, there's a lot of day left. We got 16 hours, 15 hours and 44 minutes, if my math's right on that. That so. is true. I, it's when you wake up at 4.30 in the morning, your time is skewed. <laughs> it's 8 I, o'clock in the morning. It feels like the middle of my day. I have, I, have a, I have until 11, or I should say my wife has until 11 o'clock, 59 minutes, 59 seconds. <laughs> Until right, then. Right before noon. That's an ultimatum, I guess. I don't know. Oh, wow. All right. Dad, Dad's putting down the uh, down the I, gauntlet here. I have no control over this. It would just no. be fun. If not, whatever. I'm just happy when the baby gets here. You're along for the ride, my friend. That's It's going to be a heck of a ride. I'd guarantee you. Let's get a look at our weather forecast. We're going to do that coming up in minutes.